Hello, everyone. My name is Eric McRae. I'm your recovery coach, and this is Victorious for Life podcast. It's good to be here. I took some time off, but I'm back. As always, it's good to be back here on Victorious for Life podcast to inspire people with information or inspire people with topics that people can relate to. So I wanted to do a sequel about honorable courtship. I spoke about honorable courtship before and I wanted to give additional perspective on it. The longer I go through this honorable courtship with this mighty woman of God, the more I tend to learn a lot of things. It's not easy being in the honorable courtship. It's a lot of limitations, which is understandable for its abstinence to marriage. Also, too, um, I realized that a lot of people can relate to the early stages of being in the courtship. Sometimes uh, people's circumstances just don't have the bells and whistles, meaning that sometimes people finances are not at a high level when you are in the honorable courtship in the early stages of getting to know somebody. And a lot of people feel that you should completely wait until finance the year together, amongst other things, before you actually get involved in a courtship. And that's it's highly recommended. However, do a lot of people go that route? No. A lot of people, they tend to get themselves together while they're actually in a honorable courtship. And some people may disagree. Some people may agree. My thing is that as long as whoever is lacking whatever, whether it's a man or the woman, especially if it's the man, as long as he's motivated to make improvements in his life, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Sometimes people have barriers that prevents them from uh, achieving greatness or going to the next level. Sometimes barriers can be uncontrollable. And it may affect your honorable courtship or it it may bring y'all closer together. So I believe that when couples in the early stages of being together, when there are conflict involved, I believe is, 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 is necessary, is needed, because what that does, it is a test to show whether or not y'all can come together and withstand all type of trials and tribulations, especially in the early stages, because regardless of what, you know, couples are going to go through stuff, whether you've been together for years or whether you've been together for a short period of time. And in the, in the early phase or the early stages of you getting to know somebody, you, you know, you need to know if this person has the hearts, the mindset, or if they overall mature enough to want to stick and stay. And you don't want to be with anybody that soon as um, there's a conflict, they, they're quick to run away. So I'm just here to offer encouragement to anybody that is currently in a honorable courtship or if you're thinking about, you know, entering into an honorable courtship or at least have the desire. I'm currently in a honorable courtship. Me and my significant other, we've been together since April 12th of this year, April 12th, 2022, we made it official. And I'm grateful that um, we're still together. 
been together April, May, June. Um, actually, uh, July 12th will be will make three months, and it's a better relationship than my previous relationship. I, I don't even consider that a relationship. That was more like a trial basis. But anyway, this is a lot better. I'm learning so much in this honorable courtship. I'm learning so much. Um, one of the things I'm learning is to continue to have patience and to continue to trust Jesus Christ in this courtship. And sometimes my ability or desire to trust Jesus, it fluctuates, it gets scary. I don't trust Jesus like I should. And I'm, I'm a man of God saying this, and I feel bad about it. I'm being honest and I'm working on increasing my trust in Jesus. I believe I should be a lot better off when it comes to trusting Jesus than I am. And that's something that I know I want to continue to get better. It's to trust that Jesus is going to make everything all right. I have a virtual, virtual court date coming up. And it's, it relates to child support. And child support is making uh, false allegations towards me. They're saying that I'm not paying, which is not true. I have receipts that indicates that I have been paying child support. Uh, it was a time where I, I was, um, what, it was zero dollars of arrears, meaning I didn't owe any arrears. Now they're saying I'm owing what, a little over 1500 which is bogus. It's ridiculous to me. So I have a virtual court date coming up um, in September of this year. It was in July. They pushed it back to September because of COVID, which I can understand that. It's virtual, of course, so which is a good thing. Um, they threatened to suspend my driver's license. The Lord told me that my driver's license wasn't going to be suspended. And of course, I wasn't going to experience any incarceration because the Lord knows that I am innocent of these allegations and I have been paying. What does this got to do with the honorable courtship? Well, it uh, imperfections, like I just mentioned, as far as child support, it creates within me. Uh, insecurities. It does. Even though my significant other, she gives me encouragement and she said that she's willing to marry me in spite of me being on child support. And I respect that. And it was good to hear that. However, I really prefer not to enter into a marriage with me paying child support. I'd rather be done with child support while I'm still single. And I have been praying to Jesus Christ multiple times regarding this particular situation, meaning that I'm asking Jesus to take me off child support this year or 2023, touch the judge's heart, that they will uh, grant me a stop charge date that I will be free from child support. It's like enough is enough. In my personal opinion, I, I don't, I honestly believe I shouldn't be on child support in the first place. I mean, you place made no child support that purposely don't want nothing to do with their children. And that was the opposite with me because I was looking to build a rapport with my kids even when they were small. And not every woman, but there are a lot of women in this world that are vindictive and they use family court as a weapon to destroy 
the man's finances, his overall life. And it was just, uh, it was a lot. You know, I was homeless for 10 months because of child support. They was taking a set amount of money from me uh, prior to COVID 2029. And I was working two jobs and child support was garnishing wages from both jobs. So a lot of people would say, well, get a second job. That doesn't mean anything. You know, if you got, if you have, you have two or three jobs, if they're both on the books, meaning that if your social security number is attached to your income and child support has the legal right to garnish your wages. So encouraging someone to get a second or third job, that doesn't mean anything unless you're gonna work under the, under the table or off the books. However, um, I'm glad I, I'm talking about this topic. Again, the name of the topic on Victorious for Life podcast is part two of honorable courtship. And I wanted to give additional information, additional perspective, you know, to uh, catch the listeners up to speed. You know, how is my honorable courtship? How is it going? You know, where do I see myself going? Do I see myself marrying this woman? Yes, I do see myself marrying her. You know, uh, she I've shown her in a short period of time that I do love her. I genuinely, genuinely do love her. And I have a I have a desire to make improvements on increasing my love and my overall treatment to her. One thing about a lot of women that I realize and, and I've learned in the past that Overall treatment is everything. How a man treats you is very important. And scriptures, I, I, I was reading scriptures, um, I believe in the book of, of Ephesians. Um, uh, I forgot the actual uh, chapter, but I can always go back and read it anyway. But in the book of Ephesians, it talks about how a man should love his wife. You know, a man uh, should love his wife like he loves his own body. And in order for a man to love any woman, he has to first understand the value of himself. He has to understand and know his purpose, where he's going in his life. He has to have a desire to accomplish realistic goals in his own individual life. He needs to care about his body. He needs to care about his health. So overall, once a man cares about his overall health and he cares about his body, it makes it easier for him to love a woman. It makes sense. And that's where I come in at. I've lost a lot of weight. I've been exercising, going to Planet Fitness, lifting weights, you know, doing my cardio, jogging, like one, maybe two miles, you know, uh, three to four days a week. Not bad for a 44-year-old, right? Anyway, I do love this woman. Of course, out of respect for her, I won't mention her name. But I do love her. I've grown to love her. We are really attached. We're connected to each other. You know, um, we go on dates. You know, we went, we go to the movies. We do have a lot of common, even though we're different, but we still have a lot of common. She is just as enthusiastic about being with me as I am with her. So it's not one-sided and neither one of us don't feel that we're wasting each other's time. Um, if, you know, have there been pressure in this honorable courtship? Yes. You know, I mentioned limitations. I, I do understand, understand or comprehend Jesus Christ's laws or the laws from the Bible 
concerning um, abstinence until marriage. And a lot of times that is uh, is easier said than done. That doesn't mean that people can't be successful as far as maintaining abstinence until you get married. I'm just saying that, you know, when you have an emotional attachment towards your significant other, sometimes you have to work very hard to not cross those lines as far as sex before marriage, you know. And um, so what I'm saying is um, I do enjoy being around her. You know, I am full of romance. Romance is something that I specialize in. I've learned from the best. I've been around so many people, men and women, that I've learned. I became a human sponge concerning romance. So, you know, being romantic towards my significant other is like easy peasy Japanesey. So, I'm very poetic. You know, she enjoys my poems. She enjoys the way I speak to her. You know, open and close doors for her. Just overall being a gentleman which I do appreciate it. I like the fact that she demands that from me, you know, and I was out of practice for a minute because I, I was single for four years prior to meeting this woman here. And um, most women are not interested in being with a man as a gentleman. So, uh, you know, again, I've been out of practice for a while, but, you know, the woman that I'm currently in a honorable courtship with, you know, she helps me to dust the cobwebs off, you know what I'm saying, to get back, to put, you know, put it put it back into practice, excuse my stuttering, you know, to make improvements to, you know, just look at it like an overall refresher course or just be redirected concerning me being a gentleman. So, again, uh, excuse my stuttering. Anyway, but I'm excited about this honorable courtship. This is honorable courtship part two on Victorious for Life podcast. I'm just giving my perspective. Hopefully that someone can take something from this particular episode and you can apply it to your own life. I'm here to offer encouragement. You know, far as disagreements, have we had disagreements? Of course we have. We have had disagreements. You know, sometimes I didn't think that we would be able to recover from the verbal disagreements. And I thank God that we both are mature enough to want to work things out. And we have done that. We understand that it's not healthy for married couples to go to bed angry. So even though we're not married as of yet, but however, we're still practicing conflict resolution to not um, allow a whole 24 hours go by and we have not resolved a conflict. We do pray every night over the phone. I initiated that as the man. So we do pray, you know, before we, uh, you know, say goodnight to each other. And we have been doing that. Of course, you know, the old school saying, the family that prays together stays together. And that's facts, not opinion. Overall, I'm not going to hold, you know, um, I'm not going to be too long-winded, hold people up. I understand people have things they need to do. My name is Eric McRae. It's always a pleasure to present inspiring topics on Victorious for Life podcast. Again, this is Honorable Courtship Part 2, and I'm your host, your recovery coach, Eric McRae. And again, I am here to offer encouragement to all single people who are interested in entering into an honorable courtship. 
And one thing I will say is that just make sure that Jesus Christ is part of the equation. Jesus Christ needs to be the center, the focus point, because Jesus Christ is going to have the ability, the power to keep you two together. And of course, it's always recommended that you need to find out what is God's will for your life, for both of y'all lives, the man and the woman. What's God's will? Is it God's will for y'all to be together? And if it is God's will, then it's always good to find out what Jesus wants the both of you to do in ministry. Of course, you know, receiving a confirmation that is God's will from a prophet or prophetess or someone who has the ability to hear from Jesus and they can relay any message from a pro, from a prophetic uh, sense. You know, that's that's of course, that's always uh, recommended. This is a good thing. Anyway, I'm here to um, I'm going to end the this particular episode and uh, just say God bless everyone. Keep your head up. Remember, Jesus loves you. And I have to always encourage myself that a lot of people say that just because you don't feel the presence of the Lord, that doesn't mean that the Lord is not near. That doesn't mean that the Lord doesn't hear your prayers. And I'm saying this so I can encourage myself. So simultaneously, I'm encouraging the listeners and encouraging myself, too, because I mentioned earlier that sometimes I struggle having faith in Jesus Christ. I don't trust Jesus like I should. You know, I do. On average, I have a mustard seed faith, but I want to have watermelon faith. It's a big difference between mustard seed and watermelon based off the size. On that note, my name is Eric McCray. I'm your recovery coach. And you have listened to, once again, Victorious for Life podcast.